Here's a message from Ken Lavica. He kicked the kicker. He kicked the kicker. And that's the tipping point. And Urban Meyer is fired. He kicked the kicker. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I tell you what, Urban Meyer knows how to inspire. This guy's revolutionary. Kick the kicker to get the kicker to kick better. How come no one else thought about that? Unfortunately, it cost Urban Meyer his job. Nobody has any guts anymore in the NFL. Ken Levick alive on a, what the hell day is it? Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and a John Levine Action Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers right off the Intracoastal. I have returned from Richmond, Virginia. No travel disasters. And I am with Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights as he runs this ship. Largely into the ground, but we're going to try and keep it afloat because speaking of running aground, Urban Meyer is unemployed. That's right, the great Urban Meyer, the three-time national champion, the man who brought the Florida Gators back to prominence, the man who brought Ohio State back to prominence, unemployed. And what was the final straw? It was kicking his kicker. It broke yesterday, former Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau telling the Tampa Bay Times that during training camp, Urban Meyer walked up to him while Lambeau was stretching kicked him and said, make your kicks, dip bleep. Kicked him. Kicked the kicker. And that was it. And Urban Meyer, after all of his absolutely, largely hilarious transgressions as Jaguars head coach, is out the door. He doesn't make it a full season. Shad Khan, the Jaguars owner, when they hired Urban Meyer, sat there at the podium in Jacksonville and said, I finally got it right. Well, Shad, if you're talking about one of the most hilarious coaching tenures in NFL history, then damn it, you're correct. That was hysterical, the entire thing. I mean, this is a guy who brought in Tim Tebow purely for buzz purposes to play tight end when he hadn't played professional football in five seasons. And then Tim Tebow trying to block in an actual preseason game. Hilarious. Not able to get a snap off against the Houston Texans in the opener without flags and laundry and penalties. That was hilarious. Losing and then on a bye week staying in Columbus going to his restaurant and having a blonde grind on him while he's touching her butt. Then apologizing to his team while his team is making fun of him when he walks out the door. Hilarious. I mean, this guy, Urban went hard, man. I mean, Urban went hard. He went hard in just breaking down any sort of reputation he had as a winning coach. He sat his assistants down and called them bleeping terrible, called them bleeping losers, said he had better, uh, a better staff at his first head coaching job at Bowling Green, said, hey, prove to me 
why you're a winner. Defend your resume to me, even though he's the one that hired them based off of their resumes. That's hilarious. Urban rules, man. And I'm actually sad to see him go because no matter how bad your football team is, and I know that he beat the Dolphins, I get it, I understand, okay? It still hurts, but I'm just wondering if the NFL can maybe give the Dolphins that win now that Urban's gone. Maybe. Didn't happen in this country. Just hand it over. But you could always look to Jacksonville and say, well, they're bad, but also Urban's their coach. I mean, Urban's a flat-out laughingstock. This was epic. I mean, there's going down in flames. Then there's Hindenburg exploding the sky and a carcass of metal collapsing to the ground in New Jersey types of flaming out. And that's what Urban did. Listen to this postmortem that Lewis Riddick delivered this morning on Get Up on ESPN. Lewis Riddick not holding back. Here's his assessment of the Urban Meyer era in Jacksonville. An opportunity where he had an opportunity. Look, this is the biggest failure of leadership on the part of a coach, probably in the history of the NFL, at least in my time anyway. Someone who was handed, gifted, didn't earn. He was handed and gifted an opportunity where he had free reign over over an organization. We eventually got there with Lewis. Man, that's harsh. That is harsh. I mean, calling him one of the biggest failures in the modern era of the NFL, saying he didn't earn the opportunity, that's harsh. Urban Meyer is a case study in why you don't go get a college coach. There's occasional success stories, but more often than not, don't go to the college level to get an NFL coach, especially if your coach that you bring in is from the University of Florida. I mean, Spurrier was an all-time bad NFL coach in Washington. Urban Meyer somehow not only passed him, but he lapped him. Maybe twice. And man, there were a lot of lot of hilarious moments along the way. Urban Meyer is one of the all-time great coaching flameouts in NFL history. But I keep going back to the guy that I think is the poster child for a bad NFL coach. Because it's not necessarily all of his actions, and boy were they bad, but it's some of the things he said, too. Some of the things that I can imagine when he presented them to the Dolphins' locker room, they were just snickers or jaws dropping or amazement at how dumb it was, the words that came out of this man's mouth. And I want to discuss Cam Cameron because he had the all-time worst press conference moment when he disclosed to all of us about how he wanted the Dolphins to fail forward fast. We want them to fail forward fast. I want guys going out in this game not being afraid to fail. But if you fail, fail forward. What does that mean? Well, if you're failing forward, that means you're failing, but you're learning. And then you've got to learn fast. Early in the first quarter, I want, I want, I want some guys to go out there and fail. <laughs> fail in the first half. They, we've got to be failing at a fast rate. Yeah. And we've got to be failing forward. And that's, that's kind of the theme that I'll give them tonight. Uh, so if you hit them with that one in the locker room, they haven't heard that one yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best part, I-, I love the part of the end. I love the part of the end where Cam Cameron's like, yeah, 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 hit them with that tonight. Like, he's on to something. Like, that, that's a revolutionary thought. Like, uh, he came up with it that morning. That was his test balloon. 
And he's like, you know what? That sounded good coming out of my mouth. That's going to work. Fail forward fast. Like he acknowledged, he came to the realization, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's right. That's right. That's a Cam Cameronism. But the best part of all of that is that part in the middle. The part in the middle where he emphasizes fail, fail. Listen to it. Listen. Early here's in the first quarter. I want. You, I want. I want some guys to go out there and fail. Hell yeah! One more time. Early in the first quarter. I want. You, I want. I want some guys to go out there and fail. Go out there and fail. Oh, I love that. Can't get enough of that. And of course, of course, there's after Ted Ginn was drafted down in Davie, the Dolphins draft celebration and the all-time great post-draft moment with Cam Cameron saying, "Hey, your thumbs need to go in this direction." <laughs> And then he just seamlessly rolls on. Hey, thanks, guys, as he's getting booed. Actually, Stone, if you could play the first couple of seconds of the merciless booing from Dolphins fans real quick, because this this always makes me laugh. Listen to this booing. I mean, this is high velocity towards Cam Cameron. (laughs) Oh, man, it is so angry. It is so angry. Listen to that. Oh, man, it never gets old. To me, and Urban Meyer was hilarious and bad, but Cam Cameron, based on the product that was on the field, 1-15, in at least Urban got two wins, right? And he got two wins over the Dolphins, and he beat a team that many picked to win the AFC in a field goal fest. Well, at least he got that. I mean, there were some inexplicable moments along the way. He didn't last a full season, but Cam Cameron... I think, and the Jaguars are not that proud of a franchise, all right? They've had some moments. They're not a proud franchise. The Dolphins are a cornerstone franchise. Cam Cameron embarrassed the Dolphins organization worse than it's ever been embarrassed before. 1-15, in John Beck, Cleo Lemon, thumbs should go this direction, fail forward fast. That, to me, that's the apex of worst NFL coaching tenure. Cam Cameron's one year with the Dolphins, to me, is the worst NFL coaching tenure. If Urban Meyer and the Jags is not the worst NFL coaching tenure ever, what is? I say Cam Cameron. What is the worst NFL coaching tenure if it's not Urban Meyer? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In fact, let's open it up to any sport. If Urban Meyer and the Jags isn't the worst sports coaching tenure, what is? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. If Urban Meyer isn't the worst sports coaching tenure, what is? I mean, it is so hard to beat Cam Cameron in my mind. And maybe it's just me, Dolphins mind, thinking about, that team's worst coaching tenure, but that one looms large. I mean, there was not one positive moment with Cam Cameron, with the Dolphins. Not one. He came in and immediately made an ass of himself. The fail forward fast, that's one of the single worst press conferences that's ever been conducted. What was he even talking about? And then in fail forward fast... Him at the end? Him at the end? Feeling good about it. Yeah, that's that's a message. I nailed that one. The quippy, 
Your thumb should be going in this direction, pointing his thumb up in the air as he's getting booed mercilessly by Dolphins fans. Ted Ginn and his family, an alleged near fight with Joey Porter. That would not have gone well for Cam Cameron. The hero of the season, Greg Camarillo. I mean, that's bad. That's bad. At least Urban, through all of this, had a number one overall pick quarterback and was able to salvage two games, even though he didn't make it the full season. Urban, sorry to see you go, man. You made shows so easy. You made this job so easy. We're going to miss you. And I also think it's worth discussing. Urban Meyer is toxic. A guy you won three national championships. He is a legend at the college level. But it seems like even teams in college, programs in college don't want anything to do with Urban Meyer any longer. Has he completely worn out any sort of of respect, any sort of of uh, ability to muster up another coaching job at some point at any level? We know it's not happening again at the NFL level, but is Urban Meyer done with coaching? Will Urban Meyer ever coach again? Is he just flat out too toxic, whether it's all the arrests at Florida, whether it is the perceived lying, whether it is the alleged cover-up, of domestic violence, the Ohio State coaching staff, whether it's the entire near full season of nonsense with Jacksonville. Is Urban Meyer too toxic to ever hire in a coaching role again? Will anybody ever trust him again? Because there's open celebrating over Urban Meyer being dismissed. I mean, he's become a big joke. This is full-out punchline. Everybody's trying to get on Twitter and take a shot and make a joke about Urban Meyer. Nobody feels bad for Urban Meyer. He's burned bridges. He's arrogant. He's cocky. And he failed. And people are flat out reveling in it. This is quite the reaction for a guy who's been used as a motivational speaker. As a guy who has been a role model for what winning college football should be. As a guy who, when he was at the Fox desk, was asked to diagnose what the biggest problems in failing college football programs are. And then he suffered from the same things with his NFL team. That graphic's been all over social media. Is he too toxic now? Is this going to resonate so greatly, this failure in Jacksonville? And some of the sketchiness in college where he's not hireable any longer? That's it? His coaching career is over. So a couple of questions here. If Urban Meyer is not the biggest sports coaching flameout, who is? If Urban Meyer's tenure with the Jaguars is not the worst sports coaching tenure, what is? And is Urban Meyer done with coaching? Is this it for him? Is he unhirable? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm, 888-760-3776. Let's start in Boynton, and let's talk to Eddie. Eddie, you're on Kill the Vic Alive. What's up, Eddie? Hey, brother. How you doing? Good, bud. Hey, um, I would have to put uh, the 08 uh, Detroit Lions, man. They had a 0-16 season. Rod Marinelli, you know, Mr. Defense, uh, 
couldn't stop uh, couldn't stop a, a wind draft, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Matt Millen being the general manager, they all get fired. The only good thing they got was the number one pick for the next season, which Matthew Stafford, Matt Stafford. which as you could yeah, as, as you could see, he did absolutely nothing there except uh, you know take more concussions than anyone and having Calvin uh, retire as well. So I'd have to put the Lions right up there so, at the top as well. Eddie, let me ask you this, though, because we're talking about coaching tenures here, and it's just me, I'm just one guy, but it seems like from a distance, 2008 and any of those seasons that surrounded 2008 – a lot more blame went on Matt Millen than any of the coaches. I feel like that's where a lot of the angst was directed, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you have to figure, yeah, Sanders retiring early because of the, the the mishaps in the general manager's position, everybody, including ownership, and you got Calvin Johnson retiring as well. It's like people would rather just retire in their prime than, <laughs> than sticking around. So I, I think from an organizational standpoint, the Lions are right up there, but I understand what you're saying as far as one season with a coach, and it was more blamed with, for Millen than actually Marinelli. Yeah, you, Eddie, you, you, you put it perfect when you say organizational. Like the Lions are the Lions. That in and of itself, and appreciate the call, Eddie, that's what's holding the Lions back, the organization. Now, the Lions have had a number of, of bad coaches and bad personnel moves and, well, really just flat-out bad all the way around. But Urban Meyer is a special kind of bad, just like Cam Cameron was elite-level bad. It takes a lot to be a first-time NFL coach and not survive more than one season and have it be so bad that you'll never get a call again, ever. Like, I want to use Lane Kiffin, for example. Lane Kiffin, that did not go well with the Raiders. But you know what gets him a pass? Al Davis was a certified maniac by that point. Al Davis didn't know what was going on around him. Al Davis was still using projectors at that point. You could always fall back on the, well, Al Davis had gone full, crazy, old man mode. And I bet the current iteration of Lane Kiffin There'd be some NFL coaches that would consider it right now because of the way he's resuscitated his career and how dominant he is now as a college coach. But Cam Cameron, nobody even discussed him again for an NFL head coaching job because of fail forward fast and the drafting of Ted Ginn when Brady Quinn was on the board. And in retrospect, unfair, probably. Ted Ginn had a much better career than Brady Quinn did. But Cam Cameron, all of the subsequent steps after the draft and the fail forward fast and the terrible coaching and the one in 15, I mean, that's as bad as it gets. That was embarrassing. That was humiliating. And now Jacksonville moves forward without Urban Meyer. The last straw was Urban Meyer kicking his kicker. Josh Lambeau spilling the beans, got kicked by the kicker. And I also love, too, how Josh Lambeau he Last night, he did an exclusive interview from his living room with a Tampa Bay area news station. The type of, the type of treatment that's usually reserved for like 58-year-old women who had their bank accounts emptied by some bad, sketchy business deal, and it's a feature story on the 11 o'clock news. So, so tell me, what has your life become? I, I can't pay my bills and my children hate me. That's what they did that to Josh Lambeau to discuss Urban Meyer kicking him. Uh, it's just, it, it's so good. You can't even make it up. You can't even make it up. 
It's beyond belief what Urban Meyer's tenure was, just like Cam Cameron's was. For my money, still, and Urban Meyer, he reached a pretty high bar. Cam Cameron's insurmountable. That's the worst sports coaching tenure that there has been. But if Urban Meyer and the Jags isn't the worst sports coaching tenure, what is? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And is Urban Meyer done as a coach? Will Urban Meyer ever coach again at any level? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Limes presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Summer semester classes, remote classes, off-campus classes. Sign up for them now. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. And uh, I want to make sure that I remind you about the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Western Kentucky, Appalachian State. Saturday, 11 a.m. So two days from now at FAU Stadium, come join us. It is the biggest college football party in Palm Beach County. The RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Western Kentucky, App State. It's the best pre-holiday bowl game out there. It has been for many years. No different this year. There's going to be fireworks to be sure. Western Kentucky, App State, RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, Saturday, 11 a.m. Go to RoofClaim, Boca Raton Bowl.com. That's RoofClaim, Boca Raton Bowl.com for your tickets and for information. If Urban Meyer and the Jags is not the worst sports coaching tenure, what is? I say Cam Cameron. And will Urban Meyer coach again? I say I don't think so. I think he's too toxic. A three-time national champion, too toxic. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. I know it's, it's tough to wrap your mind around, but I still think there was a coaching tenure, a sports coaching tenure worse than Urban Myers that only lasted 13 games and had uh, alleged infidelities and had uh, favor signings of former quarterbacks turned tight ends that are living in adult fantasy sports camp and benching your best player and giving no explanation for why and ruining a franchise quarterback uh, and uh, childish, childishly walking off a field, giving an open palm hand touch to uh, another NFL head coach. And I could go on and on and on. You get the point. I mean, this was a fantastically, spectacularly, devastatingly absurd coaching tenure. But I still think Cam Cameron's was worse. I still think Cam Cameron's, because of things that came out of his mouth, in 2007, in that 1-15 in 15 season, it was so cheesy, it was so corny, it was so cringy. Like at no point, at no point with the Jaguars and Urban was I like, oh, that's so corny. It was more just kind of funny because Urban was so squirmy. And a guy that you know thinks so highly of himself and considers himself such a great champion and an authority, he was uncomfortable because things were going so poorly. He had, he had spent his entire career dictating everything. 
And now he was in over his head. And he had made sure everybody knew how good he was. And now it was starting to pile up on him. Like, it was almost just sort of refreshing. And I feel bad and I feel petty for saying that. But I'm clearly not the only one engaging by the reaction to Urban Meyer being let go. But it was the Cam Cameron cringiness. The, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Like, again, Stone, if you could, fail forward fast. Like, just listen to this. Just listen to this from Cam Cameron. This was an actual NFL press conference for one of the trademark teams in the NFL. A new head coach. And he thought that he had come up with some groundbreaking, paradigm-shifting thought of how to coach an NFL team. Just listen to this nonsense from 2007. We want to fail forward fast. I want guys going out in this game not being afraid to fail. But if you fail, fail forward. What does that mean? What? Well, if you're failing forward, that means you're failing, but you're learning. Okay. And then you've got to learn fast. Early in the first quarter, I want, I want, I want some guys to go out there and fail. <laughs> fail in the first half. I love it. They, we've got to be failing at a fast rate, and we've got to be failing forward. And that's, that's kind of the theme that I'll give them tonight. Uh, so if you hit them with that one in the locker room, they haven't heard that one yet. Oh, Cam. Like, how cringy is that? How can you listen to that and not have that, like, that, that shudder of your body. It's just sort of, it's like when you see a couple arguing outside of a restaurant and you're just like, uh, look away. I don't want to, I don't want to watch this. That was Cam Cameron's entire year. His only year as Dolphins coach. I just, I think it, it takes the lead as the worst tenure over Urban Meyer. We have a lot of reaction on social media and I do think it's worth a major discussion about whether or not Urban Meyer is ever going to coach again. Because in my mind, as the play-by-play voice of FAU, you always, because of FAU going out, taking a chance on Lane Kiffin, and it succeeding, you always have to keep an open mind that maybe down the road, (laughs) that could be a reality, right? Like, FAU has turned into a really good group of five program in college football because they've become a place where a coach can come in and reignite his coaching career did it with Lane Kiffin trying to do it with Willie Taggart who knows who knows but man Urban is toxic right like right now he's so toxic the way things ended at Florida toxic way things ended at Ohio State toxic the way things ended with the Jaguars he's almost untouchable now in a bad way in the worst way will he ever coach again Well, Urban Meyer, the three-time national champion, I can't believe we're even asking this, but it's a legitimate question. Will he ever coach again? Will anybody ever be willing to give him a job again? So two things here. If Urban Meyer with the Jaguars is not the worst sports coaching tenure, what is? And will Urban Meyer ever coach again? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. 3776. Again, 888-760-3776 and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Before we get to our calls, hey, PGA Tour Superstore, this is where you need to be during the holiday season. This is where you need to go to get gifts for your loved ones. PGA Tour Superstore has you covered this holiday season. I like that. Find gifts for every player on your list this holiday season at PGA Tour Superstore. PGA Tour Superstore, the home for golf pros and beginners pga tour superstore has the largest selection in golf clubs shoes apparel and more let pga tour superstore certified club fitters fit any club in the store do you need to improve your game gift yourself time with the pga tour superstore certified teaching professional and become 
a master of the links. Three locations in South Florida, Palm Beach Gardens, Delray, and Plantation. They make it easy to shop with their PGA Tour Superstore holiday gift guide right on their website. What is that website, you ask? PGATourSuperstore.com PGATourSuperstore.com Shop for the holidays now at PGATourSuperstore.com. Shop lessons and services or give the gift that always fits a gift card at PGA Tour Superstore. Urban Meyer, if he is not the worst coaching tenure, his time with the Jags, what is the worst sports coaching tenure? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And I understand that Urban has, has set a high mark here, but I still think he hasn't caught Cam Cameron. And then will the great Urban Meyer, the three-time national champ, the authority on coaching, the consummate champion, Will he ever coach again? Is he too toxic now? Will this ever settle to a point where he's hireable again? Forget if he wants to coach again. Do you think anybody would ever take the chance on him again? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Lonzo in Boca has been waiting patiently. Appreciate you, Lonzo. You're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, good afternoon. Um, I, I just don't see how anybody could take a chance on him again. Yeah. And, you know, he might have been, he touted himself as being everything to young men out of high school. Mm -hmm. But when he got up to the big leagues and tried to do his bully crap to grown men, they just weren't going to take him. Amen. And and now his kids, I feel bad for his kids have to see this splattered all over national TV that everything that happened to him with a lap dance and, his wife freaking out on him, and it's you know they got to see this every day. Yeah, it's he just made a travesty out of what was a great career. I didn't care for the man personally, but he had a great career, and it's a shame what his kids are going to have to go through. Lonzo, I think that is a great word to use. Travesty. What ended up uh, of Urban Meyer's coaching legacy, and appreciate the call as always. Uh, speaking of of Urban Meyer's kids. Uh, his daughter Gigi is on Instagram this morning and or this afternoon now. She's going off. And I get it. You want to defend your dad. But this is some like irrational stuff that's being thrown out there. I'll, um, I'll read those to you from her Instagram story because uh, some of it's nonsensical and I, 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 she doesn't seem okay. We'll put it that way. And it sort of speaks to what Lonzo was talking about. And I understand, because when your dad becomes a national laughingstock, I'm sure that's extremely, extremely difficult. But yeah, Urban Meyer made it a travesty. And another great point, his bully crap, as Lonzo put it, absolutely didn't translate to the NFL. There are some guys, if it wasn't a kicker, there are some guys in the NFL, if a coach came up and made physical contact with them, that's it. That coach is getting the hell beaten out of him right there on the practice field. Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that in the pros. And now this is me. I'm 5'6". I'm 140 pounds. I've never coached football, okay? I've barely played football, certainly not at a high level. But even I know, because I covered the league for a long time, but also I have a brain. I have a frontal lobe. I have a brain stem, a cerebral cortex. You don't make contact with an NFL player if you're a coach, if you're a pro, you don't make a contact, you don't make contact with a pro 
in any manner that could be seen as not joking. Because if that was anybody else, that would be major problems. If that was James Robinson, Urban's flat on his damn back, right? Right? I mean, that's unconscionable. He kicked the kicker. Urban Meyer kicked the kicker. And I just don't know, even five, six, seven years from now, what program, what team, what college would say, oh, yeah, I think Urban's ready. I don't know. He won three national championships in the two places he won titles at. There were a lot of people that weren't sad to see him go. You, you, you do wonder if he has to go the Sean Payton route and go to high school. And then they're going to make a Netflix movie about it with Kevin James. Nobody, hey, By the way, Netflix, nobody asked for that movie. Nobody wanted to see a, a, a Sean Payton biopic. Okay, nobody. That's not a feel-good story. They were paying players to hurt other players. And nobody needed Kevin James. Delray resident, by the way, I believe. I didn't need it. Nobody's looking forward to that. Urban Meyer, if he's not the worst coaching tenure in sports, what is? And will Urban Meyer coach again? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We will get to social media at ESPN West Palm. I mean, Netflix, I, I get that you're trying to cater with, to a certain audience, but we didn't, we didn't need a Kevin James, Sean Payton portrayal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like no, nobody asked for that. Like, I never sat there and I was like, ah, you know what? I need made into a movie, the Sean Payton story. Let's go to Lee. He's in Palm Beach. Lee, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Lee? Lee, 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 no Lee. Let's go instead to Roy in Boynton Beach. Hey, Roy. Hey, Ken, how you doing today? Good, buddy. Hey, I got to, um, these are wonderful, wonderful tales of watching egomaniacs uh-huh. crash and burn. Uh-huh. Really excellent. Let's not forget Richie Cotite uh, <laughs> of the New York Jets. He did, he did a 4-28 and 28 over two years. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was really good. And it's funny, I've heard a couple of Rich Cotites this morning, and that certainly, certainly fits. That's like, and the Jets have had a lot of bad. Right, a lot of bad in that position, but he's like the worst of the worst, right? You would take Adam Gase ten times over Rich Cotite. <laughs> if I had to under the rest. <laughs> oh man. Rich Cotite's a good one. Four and twenty-eight over two seasons. So funny story about Rich Cotite, and I'm glad that Roy brought him up. Because as a kid, when I was a kid, when I was a youngster, big ears, scrawny, uh, wearing two loose clothes, uh the the, the the name that I kept going back to as the worst coach that I knew or could think of when talking with my friends as a little, like, I don't know, 8, 9, 10-year-old was Rich Kotite. Rich Kotite with his ridiculous Jets hat, and they played on that rock-hard turf at the Meadowlands, and they were always bad, and they're fumbling, and they're losing. I, when, when you had a discussion about worst coaches with your friends as a youngster, at least in my era, Rich Kotite, he was the benchmark. I'm so glad. It's, it's like this conversation today. I'm reliving my childhood because I get to discuss Rich Kotite. It's just perfect. Jay's in Jupiter. What's up, Jay? Ken, do you remember Dave Bliss? 
Oh, yes, 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 I do. You know he's on the. Do you know that he's on the bench with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yes, that's right. So I just, I, I just want to make sure when you say <sighs> that, he, yeah. that Urban Meyer will never get another coaching job. Do you remember the Quinn Buckner? I do. I do when know he was in, when when he was in Dallas, thirteen and in in sixty two yeah. trash. Yep. Okay. Yep. So. There, how about how about Larry Eustace? The, uh-huh. the frat house. Uh huh. With the the natty ice. He's the head back. Yeah. And, he, and he's the best. And he's the he's the basketball. He was the basketball coach at Colorado State uh, immediately after that. Uh-huh. So let 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 let's hold the phone <laughs> on Urban not ever getting another coaching job again. We're talking about a guy who every stop that he stopped at, even though it's been toxic at Florida, even though it was toxic at um, Ohio State. I mean, what was the result? He won there, and sure that's did. all they care about. And, uh, that's Jay, all they care about. Jay, you you bringing up Dave Bliss? I mean, he 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 covered up a murder. He covered up a murder, and he's still working. No, he didn't cover. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Ken, he didn't cover it up. He tried to put it on the dude who got murdered. Uh, that's true. He tried to he tried to frame it. Base. Yeah, yeah. He fr- tried to put it on the dude who got murdered. Yeah. And then he gets another head coaching job. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about the worst coaching job? And you want to talk about the worst guys? And I don't like to talk too much. I don't like to talk too much, Ken, about guys' character. Urban Meyer just don't seem like a good dude to me. No, no. And, and you know what, Jay? You and I are on the same page. But then I think you've heard me talk about it. Like I'm not a saint, and I don't like to judge. I don't because you, when you start judging people, chances are you're going to make that same mistake, and then you got to answer for it too. But you're right. right. Absolutely. Urban absolutely. Meyer has he that. Just he just give me a bad vibe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And appreciate you, Jay. Absolutely. Urban Meyer just gives a bad vibe. A bad vibe. And there's too many places he's been now where you sort of hear the same things. This is what I think is Urban Meyer's deal. And I'm just going to do a little psychoanalysis. I don't know Urban Meyer. I only met him once. It was very unremarkable. Not because Urban's an unremarkable person, but because it was just short. But uh, here's what I think happened. And this, this, I think, afflicts college coaches more than anything. When you are a successful college coach, you have a lot of people, a lot of successful people, a lot of people with money that want your time and almost flat out start to worship you and you start to hear things about your legacy and you have entire communities and entire towns and thousands of people that start to chant your name and start to regale others with tales of your greatness. This is uniquely, uniquely college. And it happened to Urban Meyer in Gainesville, especially with that program that had been sort of meh, and he brought it to great heights, and he was responsible for bringing Tim Tebow in. And you start to believe in how big time you are. And you start to believe that, you know what? I am transcendent, and I am larger than life. And then you go to a place like Ohio State, And the same exact thing happens. And you open a restaurant. And all those money people want you. And you're playing Michigan every year. And you're going to the playoff every year. And Urban Meyer, your name is uttered in terms of the all-time greats. When you have entire communities like that, and college is more prone to, to, to writing tales of your greatness and tying you to their legacy then in the pros, you start to feel about yourself like you're untouchable and you can treat people any way that you want. And it truly seems like Urban Meyer 
is someone who for a quite some time now has believed that he is the greatest and that what he says is gospel. And it's because of the environment that he's been around. And when he got to the pros, and I think this is why you see college coaches struggle in the pros, you can't handle an 18, 19-year-old kid that more often than not is going to be subversive to you, whether that's right or not. That's just the reality. You can't handle him the same way and coach him the same way that you do a 32-year-old veteran who makes more money than you. Uh Uh-uh. Because that guy's going to stand up for himself. And Urban Meyer find that out early and often in Jacksonville. And now he's leaving embarrassed and shamed with his tail between his legs. Or a blonde on his legs. If Urban Meyer isn't the worst coaching tenure, Urban Meyer and the Jaguars, what is? And will Urban Meyer coach again? I don't know. I tend to think not, but Jay and Jupiter brings up a good point. There are some scumbags who are currently coaching. I mean, Dave Bliss is the prime example at Baylor. More appropriate than a cover-up, as Jay laid out. He tried to put it on the guy who got murdered in that Baylor basketball program. And he came back and is able to coach. Larry Eustacey hanging out with sorority girls, natty ice in hand after a loss at Iowa State. Now, longtime head man, Colorado State. I don't know. I don't know. Will Urban Meyer coach again? Urban Meyer and the Jaguars. It's, is it the worst coaching tenure? If not, what is? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West. Palm will continue to take your Urban Meyer calls when we return. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. <laughs> Stone, real quick, can I um, can I just hear the Dolphins fans booing Cam Cameron after they drafted Ted Ginn? Again, like just just listen to how hateful this is. This was Cam Cameron right after the draft where they took Ted Ginn over Brady Quinn. Just listen to these boos when he stepped to the podium at the Dolphins fan party. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. Listen to that hate. Listen to that. Oh, man. Wow. Got some heat. He was a heel. That's a big heel head coach right there. My goodness. My goodness. Urban Meyer's done. 13 games out. By the way, nice job of the uh, midnight news dump there from the Jaguars. That was, that was well done. That's how you do it. Hey, budding PR professionals... If you've got bad news, just follow the Jaguars' lead. Don't even wait till the traditional Friday at like 5 p.m. Just do it at midnight, midweek. Save yourself the trouble. Take notes from the Jaguars. If Urban Meyer and the Jags is in the worst coaching tenure, what is? And will Urban Meyer ever coach again? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, Friday Night Lights brought up a, a good point in the, uh, in the break. Like Dave Bliss complete scummery should have never worked in the sport again but Jane Jupiter was right Dave Bliss is an assistant again okay uh Larry Eustacey he seemed like he was toxic after Iowa State because he's hanging out with with sorority girls after uh after a uh a, a loss but no he's been at Colorado State <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All those guys certainly suggest that Urban Meyer will get another chance if he wants it. That said, those didn't happen in the prime social media era. Friday Night Lights is right. Like, you don't see the Larry Eustacey photo out there anymore. Like, Urban Meyer, this has lived, this has happened in our prime social media time. It's going to live forever. As soon as Urban Meyer's names come up again, we're just going to rehash the tweets that we've had from the last seven months. Tebow, blonde girl, Columbus, not traveling home with the team on the plane, not playing James Robinson. Uh, your offensive line is terrible. Well, what can you do about it? Yes. Like that, that's still going to be there. All that's going to be there. So I don't know, man. This might have come at a bad time in society for Urban Meyer to get a job again. It really, truly might be just a bad time in society. I, I tend to think Urban Meyer probably won't be employed again as a head coach, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. A team might be willing to take a chance. There's no doubt at the college level he's been in a success, even if he's left under weird terms every time. Elric is in West Palm. Elric's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Elric? Hey, Ken. Um, so, you know, if Urban Meyer wants to coach again, he will have the opportunity, whether it's as an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, he's going to have the opportunity again at least to college if he wants to. Um, secondly, I actually coached college sports at Colorado State while Larry Stacey was there. Um, so I thought that's funny that you brought that up. <laughs> but what I actually want to say is these coaches at the NFL level, you know, Urban, Bill O'Brien, whatever the case is, when they get the keys to the kingdom and they can all make their own decisions, they can hire their own people, they can run the entire, they can run the entire organization. Why don't these guys just take a step back, humble themselves and say, look, I do not know everything. Why don't I go and surround myself with people that do know what I don't mm-hmm. and just think. give up a little bit of that control for the betterment of the organization. I just don't understand how people have that opportunity and then believe they can do it all themselves. Yeah, I, um, Elric, I'm I, with I, you. I don't, I, I don't understand it. I'm, I'm completely with you, but I also think there's a mindset there at that level of coaching and appreciate the call that there is a level of, of pride and of I made myself into this and I only trust myself that goes into it. And I think that's probably how a lot of these guys believe they got into the positions that they did because they made themselves, they built their destiny, they paid their dues, and damn it, I'm going to make my own decisions. I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. Now, Urban, to an extent, did that when it comes, in particular, to his running game. There were constant questions about why he's getting carries, but he's not. And Urban did not have an answer about why those decisions were being made because he said that he was leaving it to his assistants. And that was his constant answer, and that was a source of frustration. So I don't know how hard we can be on Urban for that. But as far as his organizational management skills, oh yeah, those are lacking. And he's so stubborn, he wouldn't change. But I think the mindset of coaches, unless it's a rare instance, is I know best. Want to know why? Because I put myself in this position. I gave myself this opportunity. I can't work like that. I don't know a lot of people that can work like that. I do have pride in myself. I do trust in myself that I can do a job. But 
I mean, Stone has seen it. If I don't know something, I just say, hey, I have no idea, and help me with it. It isn't that hard. And there are some coaches that probably need to humble themselves. I mean, Bill O'Brien, look how everything started to fail with him in Houston. It's when he started getting personnel control. He wanted to be able to make the personnel moves. And that doesn't work very often, and there's a reason for it. Because you bite off more than you can chew. And there's too much pride to acknowledge that I failed. And I think that there's this this sense in professional sports that as soon as you let go of one of your job responsibilities, you're showing weakness. It's why when an offensive play caller says, you know what, I'm going to let the offensive coordinator call plays. Or a defensive-minded coach says, you know what, I'll let the D.C. call the plays, not me. Suddenly fans say, ah, see, fire them. That happens all the time. And then once things start to get real hot, that coach says, you know what, I'm taking that responsibility back. I need to save the ship because I know better. And sometimes that's not good. It's a weird, weird, weird world. The coaching world is intense. I can't even pretend to know what it's like. There's a lot of pressure, but I, I agree with Elric. There are a number of coaches that would be best served to actually be able to fall back and rely on other people. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Want to tell you quickly about EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. Hard to stop a train. They use the best equipment. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated, and they handle your plumbing needs as well. Don't get stuck this holiday season hot, sweaty. It is so warm today. Your AC, if it goes out, one of our teammates here at ESPN West Palm has had some problems. You're still, we're in mid-December, and you got to think about going hotel mode. That's wild, right? Make sure your AC is in good shape. Don't put yourself through the hassle of having it die. Maintain it. Head it off before it's a problem. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. We're back tomorrow. I have a story about an old lady trying to fight me. I thought I was going to get to it today, uh, and we absolutely did not uh, did not get to it. So maybe, maybe tomorrow. Uh, thanks to Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.